0: episode number 98 of the Canadian Prepper Podcast. We are recording on December the 27th, 2020. My name is Eric, the host of the show, based in Southern Ontario, hunter, target shooter, ham radio operator, and computer geek. As a first responder, I witnessed no reliance on emergency emergency services during major events, and started a small preparedness company to help people get better prepared for at least 72 hours, if not longer.
1: My name is Ian, I live on Vancouver Island. I'm an outdoor enthusiast, sport shooter, and my farm's designated handyman.
2: I'm Alan. I'm a safety trainer, first responder, security expert, and overall safety nerd.
1: All right. Want to help support the show and keep the Canadian Pepper Podcast on the air? You can buy some swag. We have both the Canadian Pepper Podcast t-shirt and the tactical Velcro patch at www.pepperpodcast.ca. All the proceeds help keep the lights on and the backup generator fueled.
2: And they look snazzy. Sure do. (laughs) If you are enjoying the show, please take a few minutes, like us on Facebook, and submit a review on iTunes. We also want your feedback, good, bad, Indifferent, or especially if there is a topic you want us to cover. We love listener topics. You can send us an email, feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. All right, so we've got some uh, summary content for you in this episode. Not to and be confused with summary content.
0: Uh, of course, no. <laughs> we're we're going to start off with uh, some preparedness-related news articles. Next, we'll let you know uh, what we've done for our preparedness since the last episode, and then we're going to get into the main topic, just the thoughts and recap on 2020. It might mention COVID
2: once or twice. (laughs) Let's move into some news. Um, I put put, uh, some very non-COVID news in. Um, We could talk about lockdowns. We can talk about variants. We can talk about all kinds of other things, but there are more emergencies happening in the world. Um, one of the things that's happening right now, uh, winter weather advisory in effect for Eastern Ontario and Western Quebec, um, they're about to get hammered by a fair bit of snow and freezing rain and all kinds of mean, nasty, ugly things. So make sure you're aware of what's going on around you. Leave lots of extra time. Hopefully your, uh, fuel stores and your generators are in good shape and you've got lots of food and you can just hunker down and watch the year expire and all of its majesty
1: yeah hopefully I, I don't think everybody's gonna look back on this year fondly but
2: <laughs> no most <laughs> likely not I'm just I'm just really I'm waiting for it to start to, to count over to um December 32nd 2020 it's I'm yeah. Yeah. It now.
1: psych yep, just <laughs> kidding yeah. or is this like uh, one
2: epic groundhog day it's gonna become groundhog year
1: yeah more <laughs> of the same Yep. Well, I've got some stuff that's COVID-related, but it has nothing to do with the actual disease. So in um, my first article from the BBC, uh, not to be confused with other BBCs that we'll, we won't talk about on the internet. Um, <laughs> it's um, The British
2: Broadcasting Corporation.
1: Yes, it's the, the voice of the, the uh, British Empire there. Uh, the last
0: episode c- didn't get us kicked off. We are, we're already off to a great start. A minute <laughs> I, just in a said, I just
1: said BBC, that's all I said. <laughs> anyway, uh, the UK flights, uh, once again, they've stopped, so they kind of turned themselves into the 28 days later version of uh, airspace. So, yeah, no flights in or out of the UK with very short notice. So the second article kind of plays into that, the fact that here's an article about some Canadians on CTV News that were stuck with, basically no warning that they're you know, stuck in the UK and can't leave. Um mm. Which goes to show you that it's not necessarily disease could be a terrorist attack could be anything, but you could find yourself stranded in a foreign country with no notice. Although, I thought,
2: the, uh, I thought the, the feds had some kind of mandate to repatriate in such circumstances.
1: If they could take airplanes into there, yes. Uh, but the funny thing is is that in typical government fashion, in the UK, uh, they banned airspace, uh, flights in and out, but you can still leave by rail. so if they were trying to stop a disease spread. They're still allowing buses and rail and everything else and hovercraft and everything <laughs> off and on the <laughs> island. So I don't know what they're thinking. But anyway, I'm not in charge. So, hey. Uh, and on the related news, uh, same idea, same cause. The virus of unknown origin, you know, that rhymes with Stovid. Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, Japanese, uh, the Japanese government has banned foreign nationals from entering the country. Now, of course, they haven't banned flights, and they still allow Japanese flights in and out, uh, which I didn't realize viruses would respect passports, like, and that, obviously, their people are immune or something. I don't know how that works, but anyway, um, I also found out that a Japanese pilot brought back the UK variant to Japan. (laughs) Oh,
0: that's how that works.
1: Yeah, so their solution was to ban foreign nationals because clearly it was the foreigners' fault. So, again, government reaction. Didn't they
2: do that in about 1937 once as well?
1: Yeah, not the best reaction and not the most effective way to deal with what they're dealing with, but it's their country. They can do what they want. So, anyway, I just thought it was interesting the fact that, yeah, if we we did that, I mean, man, the cries of racism and whatever have you would be
0: crazy. Oh, yeah. Anyway, that's it. I've got, I've got a couple articles here. Uh, first one is in regards to uh, the province of Ontario identifying the first case of the uh, UK COVID-19 variant. Uh, at first, it stirred the pot a little bit because it was reported that the, uh, the folks that had it had not had any kind of contact with anybody uh, that had been to the UK or, or any kind of contact tracing supporting the fact that they could have... That's how they could have contracted it, and then all of a sudden today that changed, and um, further investigation, guess what? They, they had contact with people that just recently came from UK. So so you can take your tinfoil hats off about that one, or you can put them back on, because maybe the media is just spinning it so people calm down. Whichever way you
2: want to take that one. Yeah. Wait, no, wait, 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 wait. The media yeah. trying to calm somebody down? Yeah. Uh,
1: I think they love the fear for him, don't they? So
2: get the tinfoil hats out then.
0: Yeah, I would. I say
1: because <laughs> if it bleeds, it leads, man. They they love their uh, their scary stuff. So this is, this is true.
0: Uh, and then uh, to touch on the the Nashville incident there with the RV bombing, got a, an article here that the uh, the man suspected of igniting the bomb uh, died in the blast. So again, get the tinfoil hat on if you'd like. So all
2: kinds of different avenues you can go down with that one. But apparently- there, there's a lot to unpack with that one. That that will be a full episode in itself once we know a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a there's, there's a, there's a lot down. going on there. Yeah, well, there's a
1: lot of uh, like half half news stories and and conjecture going about right now. So yeah, we'll wait till it calms down a bit.
2: Yep. Yeah. But yeah. for for everybody that's been affected by that, you have our our deepest sympathies. That's uh, nobody deserves that.
0: No. And that's uh, that's what I've got for news. So how about we move into what we've done lately for preps? So uh, for myself, I moved home finally after what's it been seven or eight weeks uh we're back in the house so not everything is finished yet but uh enough is done that uh, we can move back we've just got a couple of final finishing touches to do uh in regards to getting some taps or faucets on a few things but we've got a working shower we've got a couple working toilets so we're good
1: so so a couple questions did you have a bug back bag set up to go for that <laughs> <laughs> just, just curious. And yeah, it was a couple, couple of get home <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's technically a get get home bag, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, technically, yeah. And how is the the new bunker working out? Like four levels below the house, it's it's good.
0: Well, oh, we just did a couple bathrooms. I don't know what you're talking uh, about. Oh,
1: sorry, I wasn't supposed to mention that. Yeah,
0: yeah geez just <laughs> tell the world why, don't you?
1: <laughs> Obsex never been my thing, man. <laughs> Clearly.
0: Jeez. <laughs> oh, well, that's it. I got to move.
1: All right new house time. I'll buy it off you, though.
0: <laughs>
1: Anyways, I heard it comes with its own generator and everything.
0: Oh, yeah, look at that.
1: Yeah. Alright, for myself, I had a solstice miracle. Uh, on the west coast, the solstice silky chicken brought us some some snow and a power outage for our solstice dinner. So, yeah, that's normally our big day is the shortest day of the year where the days start getting longer, so we had a big dinner planned and everything else. And uh, literally at four in the morning, it was uh, plus twelve and heavy, heavy rain to the point where I had to dig out my gutters because there was stuff going in there and it was like spilling all over the deck and it was insane we had like three or four inches of rain at four in the morning and then by seven in the morning we had two feet of snow cool <laughs> so i found out the from one of my neighbors that actually we have the highest uh building code requirements for roofs because of the type of snow that we do get because when we get it it's always wet and heavy and I guess that's why the roofs have to be extra beefy, mm-hmm. um, because we don't get the light, fluffy stuff or anything else. And, yeah, so naturally some trees fell down. Actually, when I was outside, I could just hear about every 10 seconds a tree was coming down the woods behind us. It was So there'll be lots of deadfall in the crown land this summer. Thanks. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, so mostly just last week, I just spent some time with the family. I mean, I, for, for the first time in 20 years, I was off for Christmas, but ironically enough, my kids were not. So. <laughs> <laughs> they, they went off to work. You know, I finally get Christmas off for, to spend time with the family, and they bugger off to work. So uh, that's that. And I think they both discovered how much they dislike service jobs. So maybe there'll be some, you know, I guess, uh, initiative to get a proper educated, education or something. I don't know.
2: Hey, there's there's always there's always going to be a need for service jobs. There's nothing wrong with them. You get, you get paid generally fairly well for what you do, but you have to put up with a lot of crap.
1: Uh, So I did have a snowblower for completely unrelated reasons, as I thought I'd try and see if i could get it to start this time. (laughs) And uh, Yeah, no, it didn't didn't start last year, wouldn't start this year. And uh, so actually I called on the Island Mentor and and one of his friends there. Uh, Both of them mechanics by by, serious hobby slash trade and uh, very experienced guys, and they couldn't get it to start. So I didn't feel too bad. Um, long story short new carburetor on the way and uh, hopefully that'll fix things um, did a little more reloading while I was sitting there snowed in for a day with no power because I don't require power for that and let's see here checked in with a couple of mag members to make sure they were okay and then ran a temporary power supply to one of the sheds I built like one of those K um, entire canvas sheds or whatever so hmm. I, I got like a freezer sitting in one of them so I thought I'd run a power supply to that and that's about it.
2: Well it's not much of a freezer if you don't have power right?
1: It's no, true. but it's for backup generator and everything else too, right?
2: Ah, gotcha. Um, I was nowhere near that productive this week. Um, most of my week was taken up by uh, finishing work so that hopefully I can take this week coming off and actually enjoy it with uh, with some family. But I did manage to get some training in, picked up heavy things and put them down, and then repeated over and over again. I uh, got some housework done, had the last phase of my reno coming to a conclusion Tuesday. And then life will be essentially back to normal until next spring when we start, Grant when we break the ground for our new garage, slash shop, slash
0: Podcast whatever end up
2: into, broadcast studio, slash ham shack, slash indoor gym, et cetera, et cetera. Um, went out and played in the snow today, did a, uh, a ruck march about uh, 8K with a 40-pound bag, uh, which was enough. Um <laughs> Shockingly, my little dog managed to manage the whole thing in snow deeper than his hips, which was hilariously entertaining, if nothing else. Kind of jumping from foot from footprint to footprint, walking between us in the, in our group. So um, that was it. Was entertaining, but that was uh, that was about my week. Did uh, did things did things around the house. Um, yeah, took it easy.
1: Yeah, our little dog was having fun because the once the snow kind of slightly refroze, uh, she was able to walk on top of it. The rest of us were kind of crunching through it. She, she, she'd walk, walk, walk. All of a sudden, she'd sink, and it'd go right, right up to her head. And then she's like, well, now what? But, uh, yeah, so you should do a little deer hops, same thing. But yeah. um, with your 40-pound bag there, did you have, like, the the waist support, or is it just, like, the arms uh, only? Oh, no,
2: definitely definitely has a waist, a waist belt to it. Okay. Um, that's uh, that's 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 mandatory, I, and I I wouldn't I wouldn't buy a backpack that doesn't have that. I'm actually thinking this this current bag that I have is about 15 years old, and it does a good job, and it's it's you know it's it's lived a good life, and I don't uh, it doesn't owe me anything. I think the next one I'm going to get's going to be a little bit taller because all my all my heights in my torso. So if I'm if I have the waist belt done up, uh, it sits really low on my back, which actually pulls my shoulders backwards. So i find going uh, to spend some time researching nicer uh, or more appropriately sized bags for me. And that'll be probably a gear review coming up in the spring. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, shall we move into
0: the main topic? Do we have to? Yeah, well, I guess us- Maybe.
1: Remember the good old days when everybody was all concerned just about like minor things like you know Australia catching on fire and stuff. And yeah, said how could it possibly get any worse? Yeah, <laughs> so so, so, so.
2: <laughs> we're Australia's back in fire season now. Yeah, yeah. since, or, you since know, the last time.
1: Yeah, so yeah, or, yeah. or
0: Trump being impeached—that was a a little bit of a thing then too, right? Yeah, yeah. But just but little things we're worried about.
1: Yeah, so I mean, back in January, I think we're going to go back and forth on all of our stuff. But I mean, yeah, so uh, last January, it was uh, Aussie bushfires. They yeah. they had most of Australia on fire, and it ended up burning up a third of all the koalas they had, they figured, which was yep. pretty That's gross sad. and disgusting. And, that yeah. is sad. Yeah. Anyways, and so they, yeah, I think that was the same month as uh, Iran, was it?
0: Uh, yep.
1: yep. Yep. Yep, Iran. I mean, we, almost, we almost had World War Three yep. yeah.
0: there. Yeah. Anyone remember that drone strike?
1: Yeah, Soleimani, yeah. and uh, yeah. then there was yeah. like the weirdest retaliation ever when they actually like did it, they gave notice they were going to do an airstrike, and the base got cleared out and they had zero casualties when they had a rocket yeah. attack on a U.S. base. And it
2: was,
0: yeah. It was, it was really strange. Strange, but the year was going to get stranger.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we, we thought that was going to be the worst of it, you know? Yeah, we thought now, that was the
0: weirdest. weirdest get worst. Yeah. 2020 cannot get any weirder than than striking an empty base. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So, let me have this little thing called COVID <laughs> roll around. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> now, to be fair, I think we heard some rumblings about it over in China back in December, but it wasn't really like
2: It was did. it was just a it was just a, a one off isolated pneumonia back then.
1: Yeah, and we it was, like a, it. It
2: was a weird pocket of odd pneumonias.
1: Yeah, and that was, yeah. that was pretty much it. Nobody really paid much attention to it at that point. But Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, where to start? <laughs> <laughs> the COVID, so, uh, so I mean, the thing that stuck me, I guess, right off the bat is when it finally shit started getting real here and, with the COVID stuff and they, they stopped air travel. I mean, yeah. when you think about it, post 9-11 with the this terrorism concerns and you know gaping holes in airport security, they still only shut down air travel for three days. And yep. and yet, they turn right around, they've, they've stopped it basically from certain points to certain points for months on end, which is just devastating well. economically and from nope. a travel perspective and a logistics perspective and
2: just... Oh, unheard of!
1: Well, the trickle yeah. down effects yeah. have been. Silly wait, wait! It way. was
2: it was in fact unprecedented.
1: It, it, yeah. God. Don't give me <laughs> more of those catchphrases now.
2: <laughs>
1: Just don't tell me we're all in this together. That we got to bend the Slide curve, the curve. flatten the curve. Oh, we're we're, we're ten months
0: two weeks to flatten the curve, aren't we?
2: are <laughs> all we're all in this together. Well,
1: this could be the new normal podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. This is still I, a drinking I, game in our house, by the way. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Although, interestingly enough, like, uh, jumping way ahead, but, I mean, Wuhan never had a second wave, which you have to, I wonder why, but... Well,
2: did they not have a second wave, or did we not hear about their second
1: wave? Well, that could be the North Korean style, too. They might just have talked about it. But, I mean, like, yeah, they got 76 days of lockdown to start with, and they were, like, the most extreme ones of the bunch. So, like, I guess they were not lucky, so...
2: Yeah, but, But, I mean...
1: Everybody didn't know what was going on, so they figured, oh, we'll just lock them in their apartments for a couple months and see how it goes.
2: Yeah, problem solved. Yeah. I mean, what could possibly go wrong with that? And I mean they, the, the good news for them is they the, the economy is um, completely controlled by external sources, so they don't have any there's no risk to them doing that. Yeah. They just shift manufacturing to another province for a while and then shift it back afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was. Uh, I mean, we're going to be talking. We're going to be talking about this. This two weeks to flatten the curve in two years, right? It, it's not going. It's not going to go away anytime soon.
1: Yeah, it's definitely Groundhog Day ish.
2: Um. Yeah, uh, it's. Man, <laughs> we're like, yeah, like we're, like you said. Where do we start? Like, there's, this is this is caused. I mean the the strong the strong among us have adapted and changed i mean my uh my better half works for a a global corporation that by all rights should have laid off 8000 staff in canada and said screw you if there's a if if we ever if if we ever get to reopen we'll call you uh instead they they pivoted there's another catchphrase take a drink um <laughs> pivoted put everybody to work doing put everybody to to, to work remotely doing uh f- fulfilling online orders and they've had a banner year they've had a record year so um eh, there's there's good and bad that has come out of this i mean the you know I, I try i try and find the best in everything if uh if there's good to come out of it we we recognize what's really important right what we really need to have right now and what we can order and wait for so our our concept of um what's essential has changed a little bit which is great um you know we've we've real we realize that we probably don't need that seven dollar latte every morning and that it's okay to wait for an extra 40 seconds to receive it without losing our minds um that's a good point yeah
1: you know and 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 overcome right
2: Exactly right. It, it's uh, what was the what was Darwin's Darwin's theory was the it's not the strongest that survive, but the most adaptable to change. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and so the people are the, the the people and the companies and the the organizations that have been adaptable to change have, um, if not thrived, at least held their own. And those that that those that aren't have been absolutely decimated. And um, you know we can we've we've spent how many episodes debating the benefits of different reactions and different, uh, different methods of controlling this, but um, man, hopefully we get, uh, hopefully we get to come back to this stronger, better, faster, right? We'll, we'll end up with, we'll end up like the $6 million society, <coughs> a whole bunch yeah. of Steve Austins.
1: Well, that's true. Well, let, well of course we're going to come back to COVID of course a few times, but I yeah. was going to say, we should probably talk about more of the fun stuff that came along. So
0: yeah, we only, we've only got four more days of COVID because it's 2021, and it it's just, 2021. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that'll be the, that'll be the second variant anyway. We'll be talking <laughs> about so. Um, so I'll use the play, term plane crash loosely, but um, yeah. So there's a there's a plane that was downed in Iran with a bunch of Canadians on board back in uh, February. Yep. So you remember that one? That was that was oh, yeah. it was
2: shot. It was shot down and mis- as as after having been mistakenly identified or something, right?
1: Yeah, so the the I guess there was a new era radar controller on the radar controlled missile guidance system, and uh, he kind of had a whoops moment. Whoops! <laughs> like, yep. do it, do Oh, auto fires. Oh, I left it on auto. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> and yeah, so they took down their own plane and uh, or took down the plane quite intentionally, but unintentionally, and. Yeah.
2: um, Either that or they mistook the Canadians for Americans, and it wasn't unintentional at all.
1: Well, no, they took down Iranians in that plane, too, so that was the problem, and Ukrainians and a bunch of other ones. So it was was a pretty harsh scene, but, I don't know, typical Canadian, we said, oh, sorry about that. (laughs) Sorry we got
2: in the way of your missile. (laughs) Yeah. In your plane, in your country.
1: (laughs) So uh, I guess we never really had a a problem with the... Diplomatic relations. we were I think we're, our foreign minister was there like a month later laughing and giggling and slapping each other on the back. So I don't know what's going on. But
2: well, I mean, and you've got there's there's gotta be a certain amount of leniency for the human for human error. Unfortunately, you put human error into such a position and um it's not good, but Yeah, that's one heck of an oops. That's
0: always yeah. one kind of shrug
2: off and like, yeah, we can still just be friends.
1: Yeah. On top yeah. of that, so that's the second thing about Iran, wasn't it? But uh, that was the second
2: thing about Iran. Iran. Yeah. yeah, Iran. They, we kind of circled back to them a few times too. Yeah, yeah it's like they were te- like they were testing plot lines on us and see what see what plays, yeah, see which one got the best reaction.
1: Well, they also had they took out a ship recently too with uh, some some murder drones.
2: Yeah, which, sounds uh, right.
1: Yeah, it kind of plays into the murder hornets.
2: I was gonna say uh, yeah. was it that was so that was hornets? that was one that was one plot line that did not go well. Like, yeah, they, they I was expecting this expect- with murder hornets, and then like two weeks later, it was gone.
1: Yeah, I was yeah. expecting like Swarms of hornets where they have to break out the number nine shot and start like spraying yep. the sky every time you <laughs> wanted to go walk the dog or something, but nothing. Yeah, no. Nope. What a letdown.
2: It was. That, it one, <laughs> yeah. that one had, it had so much potential. And, oh, uh, did it ever. I mean, maybe maybe we'll get a spinoff next year.
1: Yeah. I think
0: Corona oh. just got them. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. That's
1: right. But uh, judging by the size of them, maybe they turned into food. I don't know. They were pretty good. Oh, uh, maybe, yeah. Um, yeah, so they're, so they're... they're
2: Sorry, anyway, carry on. Yeah, I nope, was going to say, mind.
1: March 16th, uh, largest stock market crash since 1987. Yep. So that was a 2,000-point drop on the Dow, uh, which I was expecting that to be the first of many, and yet, again, I was disappointed. I was expecting, finally, my economic meltdown prediction. No. Nope. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's just a bunch of teases this year. But, uh, yeah, it was it was a pretty big deal, though, since. Uh, yeah, that was, yeah, because they hit
2: the, uh, that, that one hit the circuit breaker a couple of times, right? They yeah, had yeah. it, and, um, yep. Well, they yeah, was... they circuit
1: breaker three times in the morning, and then they yeah. said, "Okay, we'll it. Yeah, we're just, just going to stop. <laughs> gonna There's obviously <laughs> something wrong. Yeah, and then so uh the flood protection team took over, and I guess we've had a few drops, but they always seem to recover. But I'm still expecting a a bigger one because I mean this this economy can't keep uh no going in zombie mode forever, right? But
2: yeah, speaking well, of which, I was kind of hoping for zombies. zombies. We were hoping for zombies. Yeah, well, that would that would have been great. I mean, that just would have been like the trifecta, right? We've got we've got murder hornets, we've got fire. And then we've got zombies based kind of on pandemic and zombie. yeah. You guys yeah. haven't heard
1: about COVID twenty three then I guess, huh? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's where they reanimate. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So, speaking of zombies, BLM and Antifa riots.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, That's possibly your best segue to dating. <laughs> oh, well done.
1: Well done. Yeah. Oh. So I don't even know where to start with those people. Let's just say it played into well with our riot preparedness episodes, and it true, just yeah. goes to show you that that you know mob mentality is not the most intelligent in the world. And despite maybe good intentions and or maybe like good ideas behind them on certain aspects, they just took it a dump on it and just started to destroy their own neighborhoods. Well, and and. So, <sighs>
2: if you ask any 10 of them about what, what they're, what they're complaining about or what their, what their chief complaint is, you're going to get at least 15 different answers. Yeah. And I under, I I get, I get it. Uh, I really do. I understand, especially from the, from the, the, the Black Lives Matter movement where there's, there's at least a perception of a disproportionate amount of violence towards a certain segment of society. And, Uh, it makes it makes sense to be mad about it, and it makes sense to demand uh, justice and reform.
1: But I don't you think anybody can argue that. If you look at the statistical evidence, though, it's actually not the case. But yet, again, the media grabs onto certain. Oh, we're,
2: ta- um, we're, ta- certain we're talking about we're talking about perception, right? And, yeah, and we want percep- We want at least a perception of justice, and you can't have a perception of justice without a perception of. Um, with a perception of a problem. So yeah, regardless of regardless of the actual statistics, and I, I mean, I'm no, I'm definitely not an expert in such matters. Um, I have, um, I have a lot of friends and relatives who are people of color who have experience being randomly stopped walking down the street and carted and what have you. while I can walk down the exact same street and not experience that. Mm. Um, so I, I get that there's I get that there's at least a perception of uh of a problem um from at least BLM that that makes sense to me. Um I still haven't been able to to figure out the 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 anti-fascism people um who yeah. specifically believe that if you don't agree with me you're wrong
1: and they use fascist techniques to get their point across. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. It turns out they're the fascists after all. You know, yeah, I just I
2: I, I mean what I what I've under what I've what I've read what I've learned talking with people who have experienced you know actual fascist governments is that we have absolutely no concept in North America of what of what it's actually like to live under fascism. Mm-hmm. Right? People like my, I, I have relatives who grew up in uh, like under communist rule in in the USSR, and said like. You can. You're. You're. You're welcome to complain about the government that we have, and there's lots of room for improvement here. There is no comparison to 15 soldiers showing up at your house and saying this house has five bedrooms, so five families live here now because we're we're taking the rest of the block to house our soldiers. And you can complain about it all you want, and you you get three words on the fourth when you get shot. Like uh, we we don't we don't under we don't even have a concept of of that. So yes, we should yes we should protest. Uh, we should protest the eroding freedom. Yes, we should protest the misappropriation of tax dollars. Yes, we should protest all of those things. Let's not call it fascism, though.
0: Yeah. And let's not destroy things. I think we've said yeah, that many times that. Things it as well well. Yeah, things doesn't help. Yeah, destroying it,
2: like, it it doesn't help anything. It it, no. it takes away from the message that you have.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
2: you, you cross the line there when you start
0: destroying destroying buildings and smashing up businesses and oh. and doing all that kind of stuff.
2: It's just Well and you lose all credibility yeah. when you start, start looting, right? Yeah. You you there's there's there, we're no longer talking about what you wanted to discuss. Yeah.
1: And, and you know, what else, got just, de- you know what else got destroyed? Here we go. Beirut's <laughs> <laughs> harbor.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's, too, that's two excellent segues tonight, Ian.
1: Well
0: done. Well done. Uh, it's been a year of practice. Uh, exactly.
1: So, yeah, like, uh, again, kind of lost in the in the midst of the, the COVID thing, right? Like, we had this, like, huge yep. non-nuclear explosion in downtown Beirut, you know, ostensibly uh, attributed to fertilizer, I guess, storage at the dock yep. or whatever, right? But- there's other theories behind it. Of course. was uh,
2: potassium nitrate or something next stored next to a fireworks factory or a fireworks storage plant or something. Yeah. That Sounds just, like a Bugs Bunny cartoon, yeah. but yeah. It really <laughs> does. I'm pretty <laughs> sure there's that. an interesting scratchy episode that, that, <laughs> that follows this plot line.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yep. So, But I mean, I still want. I actually look, looked at that article again today, and to watch that explosion and hear it, it is eerie. Like it just. Yeah. Wow, the actual like uh, compression wave that it, when it actually hits that camera guy there, I was like, whoa! Yeah, but uh, again, plays in well too. Those emergency episodes about you know preparing for random stuff like, yeah. you know, food and water. I mean, guarantee a lot of those people didn't have food and water nearby for a few weeks. Oh, okay. absolutely. So,
2: well, not to mention your 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 need to bug in and stay home because there's nowhere to go because the roads are covered in building.
1: Yeah. I, have no, I have no segue for this next one, but I, was, I wasn't I <laughs> even surprised about this. Like, how do I describe this? I saw the story come out, and I was surprised at the absolute lack of reaction. So the Pentagon comes out in the, in the midst of all this COVID <laughs> stuff and says, hey, by the way, we agree, there's aliens out there that are not aliens, UFOs that we can't explain out there, and here's some footage of them. And everybody's like,
0: yep, oh, okay, uh, yeah, no cool, problem. move on.
1: <laughs> it's yeah. like, I would think, I would have expected a bigger reaction during a normal year to, to actually having like some... You know, I, I won't say proof, but like a questionable video that you don't know what it might be, and it seems to be awfully fast moving.
0: There was almost yeah. more reaction to the murder hornets.
1: I think there was, yeah. Like, yeah. and they're like, "Yeah, here's three videos of stuff we can't explain." And we're the military; we we have all the fancy stuff. But I think you know why it's because the- it's because
2: people actually made it into Area Fifty One, and the news just didn't catch it.
1: Uh, they did that Naruto run, Naruto yeah. run, or whatever. Naruto, really fast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think people were just at the point where they were ready to accept anything that was not yeah. COVID.
2: <laughs> yeah. Holy oh, crap! There's something. There's yeah. something else I can I, I can yeah. I can look at for a while. Let's
0: do this. Yeah. I think that's totally what it was. Yeah. If something new in the in the news line. Let's just accept it and be happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> Aliens? Fine. Sure. It's not COVID. Sure.
1: Let's do it Maybe that. they have a cure. And and please, somebody explain to me how we can actually like have oil prices that went below zero.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting one, isn't it?
1: Yeah, so they were actually oil producers were paying people to store their oil for them.
2: Yep. Well, because there was because there was no nobody was driving anywhere. There were no planes flying, so nobody was using oil. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, we've got all the stuff that we were predicting to use three, six, nine months in advance, and oh well, if we as long as we as long as airplanes are only being stopped for. A couple of weeks, we well, they'll still need all this oil, and then a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. you know, two two weeks to flatten the curve. Take a drink. Turns into yep. ten months to flatten the curve. Yep. And
1: Every nobody, nobody It's still
2: there's like there's there's no there's nobody using this stuff, right? The the problem with consumable commodities is if they're not being consumed, they're worthless.
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, I remember back. Well, Canada Post still charges a fuel surcharge for God's sakes for the uh, the high price of oil that was like four or five years ago. Yep, and, absolutely. Um, and you know, everybody's, uh, you know, predicted the price of oil was going to go to about $300 a barrel and <laughs> we go with the complete opposite, like the strategic petroleum reserve down the States, they were worried about how they're going to fill the tanks and everything else. And, and after this it was like, yeah, we'll top those bad boys off and leave the tankers full offshore. And it was crazy. I, I never saw that before either. So.
2: Well, I, I remember when that happened and we were, uh, in, in this part of the country, we we're pay, paying $1.40 a liter for gas and, um, I was working as locksmith at the time, and we had never charged a we'd never charged a, a, a service like a, a travel fee, and we had to start because otherwise we were losing money every time we started the trucks. And you're absolutely right. Like even at, like and I remember that that was when gas first got over a dollar a liter, and it just kept climbing that like over the next couple of years, and we started charging that fee, and now gas is back down below a dollar a liter, and we're still charging like. Every locksmith in the area is still charging at least the same, probably more, in their service fees. So, yeah, that's it's never it's it's that's that's never going to go away. No matter how cheap oil gets.
1: Yep. Yeah. Anyway, uh, world economy shrank by three percent. They figure so far. As of, I think they only tabulated up to July, so I can't imagine it getting any better. But uh, <laughs> we've had the biggest contraction in the uh, GDP worldwide since the Great Depression, which I can only imagine it's going to exceed it by a order of magnitude by the time it's all said and done. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, so
2: hopefully, sure. I hope not. I mean, again, because in during the Great Depression, it required there was a lot of manpower required to produce things. Mm-hmm. Now that we can, instead of having 50 salesmen moving products. You can do that with a couple of web forms. Hopefully, what that actually means is that the uh, the economy will keep moving at a greater rate than what we were than, than our worst case scenario.
0: Yeah. Maybe but, I'm wrong. Maybe.
2: But I bet you I'm not. Again, I look at I look at the, the you know the global corporation that my better half works for, and they've you know they they exceeded their they exceeded their hardware. Um, so they, they sell two things: they sell consumables and they sell hardware. And their hardware sales were uh, double what they were last year, and eighty five percent over target.
1: It's not Virtucon, is it? It's not. Okay, just checking. <laughs>
2: Nothing, to, nothing Nothing. that technologically advanced. No.
1: Wasn't that uh, Dr. Evil's company, I thought?
2: Dr. Evil, yeah. It was Virginia. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. What else we got to talk about? Uh, yeah, so the West Coast Wildfires. That was more on my end of the, of the woods here, but uh, it got so bad that we actually were down to, like, you know, half a mile of visibility and heavy smoke for weeks on end there. Yep. And, yeah, worst, worst I've ever seen, that's for sure.
2: I um, believe it's been the... I, I believe that was the worst on record.
1: hmm so that was uh, definitely unprecedented. Of course, wildfire preparedness—another one of those things that uh, you know, this whole year has been like topic episode, or episode topic after episode topic. It seems. Yep. Um, every every week,
2: there's been a new emergency coming. So. Yep. Except
1: for we haven't talked about aliens, but we no, I'm not going to do that. So. No. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no. Um, but hey, here's one getting caught in a uh, broadside in a war. So I mean, there's a couple ones we should talk about, but the uh, Gorno Karabakh there. So uh, the Armenians, the Azerbaijanis went toe to toe there for a while. Um, that led to a short but uh, intense little hot war there. And, uh, of course, uh, forced some people to bug out when they had to give up territory.
2: And they had, like, 12 hours to get out, right?
1: 12 hours to leave. And they'd lived there for generations. So that was uh, very interesting. Like, uh, what would you do, right?
2: Torch it. That's what they did, right? That's
1: what they did. They torched (laughs) it. (laughs) Torch it. Scorched earth, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And uh, speaking of scorched earth, here we go. (laughs) There it is. Chinese uh, premier says, uh, hey, guys, uh, you should get ready for war. And so he uh, told his troops to focus on preparing for war more than anything else. And that's according to CNN and a few other ones. But not that CNN is the world's best news source, but hey. Um, Yeah, so obviously there's some saber rattling going on worldwide still.
2: Yeah, well, that's not going to go away. I mean... I, I, there, are, there are more than a few theories out there that say that we are actually in the midst of a war with China right now, and that's what this virus and all of the, uh, all the technological glitches we've experienced this year have been, um, have been part of that.
1: Oh, yeah. funny side, side note too. So of course that uh, hack that happened with the, uh, oh geez, what was it called there? Um, SolarWinds, the yep. SolarWinds hack. So you're going to laugh, but do you know what their password was that they, they had a backdoor hack for? One solar two solar, three four, three,
2: four five. Solar winds one two three. Oh
1: come <laughs> on! And they had access. What to- what, what was it like a
2: sol- like solar with a capital S?
1: No. A dollar <laughs> no. sign. Dollar
2: sign.
1: <laughs> it was solar winds one two three, and that had uh, access to a bunch of classified U.S. programs in various military and uh, clandestine operations. It's kind and of the
2: combination they- of India with all those luggage.
1: I-, I couldn't believe it. I was like, "You're, you're serious? Like what <laughs> is called admin." <laughs> like, so, they like, so,
0: they clearly didn't listen to our cybersecurity episode.
1: No, I just laughed. I was like, what a great side uh, side note that is. Like, SolarWinds123. I was like, "And but again, I found out uh, a few years ago that back in the day, to access the hangars with the B 52s that had nukes on them for the longest time, their, their password was 1234. <laughs> and yeah, the, and right, then, then they finally figured out that maybe we should put some security on that. And then they, yeah, they took care of that. There, it's, there it's, is a,
2: there's a around here. That may or may not house things that go boom. That I may or may not have installed some products for many moons ago, and they I, I taught the taught their facilities director how to produce or how to change the combination, and he said, "Oh, I, I'm just going to get you to do it because I'm going to I'm never going to remember this," and he said, "We'll we'll put the same combination that we have for the other building, issue what? one, which was one three seven nine. So it was just the four corners of the the four corners of the keypad." Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, never changed. Uh, absolutely. Yep. Well, it
1: turns out I guess same thing. Garage door openers—they're uh, preset to one, two, three, four on the inside. Their little switches yep, there. Yep.
2: All of them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Most of them aren't dip switches anymore. They're—they're—they're. Uh, they're, they're, um, Should really they're, be nice uh, to Ian. Programmable, but come on now. <laughs> Don't call <laughs> them names. Do di- you just call me a dip switch? <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, that's yeah. the nicest thing I've called you. <laughs> <me>. <laughs>
1: Yeah, especially off air, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So and uh, see who else we we missed there. And now thing. we have
2: talking RV bombs. Now we, we have do. talking RV bombs, yep. which is
1: just another gonna be another whole episode talking oh. RV bombs. Yeah.
2: Once that gets
0: all uh, all sorted out, we've got a lot of unpacking uh, to do on that. You one. know,
1: maybe it was a Canadian that did it after all. He's like, yeah, sorry about that. I'm about to go off, eh? So uh, yeah. you got better clear out, eh?
0: Yeah, just booting the boot for a drive here, and <laughs> you know, you got uh, you got to boot uh, fifteen minutes, eh? Yeah sorry about uh,
2: that yeah but that's yeah anyways that's yeah like I said let's let's find out what actually happened there and then we'll, and then we can talk about it yeah yeah
1: so what did I miss for the uh, the, the previous year Eric uh,
0: let's, let's see so oh, for me brexit. yeah brexit happened in January if anybody remembers that so that uh, that happened UK left the European European Union, So and
1: I think they just solved their customs issues like yesterday or today. They just signed a deal for that, so they can start like getting the trucks rolling again.
0: Well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, what else do I have? Uh, we touched on the Australia fires. Trump got impeached.
1: No, 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 that well, was a little he, bit of a. They brought impeachment charges against him. Yeah. He never actually got impeached. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So there's a big difference. Right. Yes. 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 He was charge, charged. Oh,
0: yes. good. Yeah. yeah. True. Yes. Because in uh, February he's acquitted of all charges. Yeah. So. Uh, February, Kobe Bryant dies in that helicopter crash. I, yeah
1: as, i'm a bad man but i had to ask who he was when yeah. he died so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: yeah I, I did as well but uh it was okay. apparently a big deal to a lot of people and we made the news for a little while yeah but then uh, corona started to enter our vocabulary come february so sure did Yep, and then march need i say more covid yeah yeah that was it <laughs> all of march was just covid Yep. Uh, April, the news was reporting on all the spring breakers doing what uh, spring breakers
2: do, and then coming home with COVID. So, it's yeah. a, a communicable disease was yeah. transmitted by community contact. It's weird. Not, it's mind boggling. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm surprised that
0: it worked like that, but it did. <laughs> uh. Yeah, and then we touched on the uh, the civil unrest in the in the states with all the protests and such. Uh, Kim Jong Un died, or was reported as being dead, but he wasn't.
2: So, he, I mean, insane. he may have actually been dead. He might yeah. he might actually be dead, and it's it's a lookalike. There's yeah. again, depending yeah. on how how uh, how tight your tinfoil hat is, there it it, uh, it changes yep. dramatically. What the, what the actual answer is.
1: Yeah, Some people knows? think it was just a loyalty test. Uh, other people think it was like, had yeah, the sister just left the double in place and she's in charge. And yep. Crazy theories out there, yeah.
0: Yeah, so who uh, who knows? And then we move into more uh, political unrest and more protests and such, which we touched on. Uh, Puerto Rico's hit with multiple earthquakes. don't know if anybody heard that one. That was in uh, in June, but of course, all the media was talking about was COVID. So that got all of uh, a millisecond of uh, of reporting, but that was a thing that happened.
1: Well, they were—they uh, yeah. had no power for quite a while, but that was economic. Yeah. They were broke. Uh, yep. I think yep. and they were without power for a while. Yeah.
0: Yep. yep. Uh, Karen became a thing.
1: Just yes, throw that out there. And I heard uh, <laughs> that there's the male version is a Kyle now. And oh, the, good. And the grandma version is a Betsy.
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah. So we've got Kyle and Betsy and Karen. Yeah. So to stop being <laughs> Karens and everything will be fine. <laughs>
1: If, they, yeah. if the things are not fine, they just ask to talk to the manager. Exa- yeah. <laughs> Problem fun.
0: solved. Yeah. What could go wrong? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, July, a little bit of peace and quiet. Uh, Elon Musk and uh, NASA sent uh, two lucky people to space to uh, get the hell out of Dodge. Good for them. Yeah. So uh, they got to get the heck off the planet while the rest of us got to continue to watch news articles about COVID. Yep. <sighs> yeah. That's swell. Yeah. yeah. So, So yeah, a few little things here and there happened throughout COVID and they got all of a millisecond, maybe millisecond and a half of airtime. Besides that, it was a lot of COVID.
2: Yeah. Unfortunately. There was also, there was also that whole We Charity thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We made as which, a lot of ca- some so Canadian content to this. Yeah. Ongoing, yeah. An ongoing uh, debacle, I guess we can call it. It's true. Uh, that was just Insane, it's a disaster. Well,
1: it was a symptom of the excessive spending the government's doing, yep. Which leads me to my next idea here, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, because like, let's face it, like this, you know, politics aside, the simple fact is he, yeah, uh, the current leader has actually spent more than every other prime minister combined, so whether it's, it's for good purposes or bad for COVID relief or, but it, it seems to be a lot of money getting sent overseas, kind of like the current U.S. bill that got turned down. They were going to yep. spend a bunch of money overseas versus fix their own problems. Um, yeah, looking forward, I'm thinking we're going to have some serious economic difficulties over the next couple of years because of the yep. profligate spending that we've been doing. Um, Absolutely.
0: Think you're 100% correct on that one.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, like, we're not the first country in the world to do this and have this kind of economic, uh, I don't know, spending like a drunken sailor in Vegas. Yep. So, yeah, a few examples, Venezuela, Argentina, Greece, Mexico, all the last two decades have had their little economic meltdown. So, uh, yeah, I would definitely say our turn is coming for that one because you can't keep spending like that with an economy almost at a standstill and expect to have no repercussions no matter how low the borrowing rate is. I mean, like, yep. people are saying they can they can use inflation to their advantage and kind of like let it, the debt inflate itself out of relevance, but not with those kind of numbers. <laughs> So, yeah,
2: um, who tried that? Um, Somalia.
1: Everybody. <laughs> Zimbabwe. <laughs> you know, like
2: Zimbabwe is, I think who I who I was thinking of, where like uh, a a pack of, a pack of gum was like more than the average worker's annual salary or something.
1: Oh yeah, for a while it sounds <sighs> good because a lot of people are like, oh geez, like I can get a loaf of bread for two hundred fifty thousand dollars or pay off my mortgage. I'll just pay off my mortgage this month, you know, and its still no big deal. Um, but then all of a sudden they realize that they're not they're not making two hundred fifty thousand dollars of the new currency every month, or still making yep. their old salary, and then things get kind of crazy. So, yep, um, yeah. Um, another article came out recently here. The uh, the WHO chief said uh, lockdowns should only be used as a last resort. Yet we seem yep. to be heading towards another series of them down the road here. Um, we're, you guys are we're in you one guys are, right now. You guys are in now. one, aren't you?
0: Yep, absolutely. Started yesterday. Yep, sure did.
1: Yeah, good stuff. Well, Manitoba, I guess, beats you two with the punch, and Alberta's kind of going that same way, so I guess my turn's coming.
2: Probably. But, most yeah. Likely.
1: Going forward, I'm saying everybody's going to go through it, probably, but I don't think it's going to solve the problem. Um,
2: no. No, it absolutely won't.
1: So, which is going to cause more problems, because, yeah, I don't know if, what you guys have been noticing as far as small businesses goes and everything else. I mean, restaurant failure rates were already, like, high to begin with before the mystery vir- the virus of unknown origin there, but... um yeah, I mean, it's only going to be worse now. Like, uh, what I, what I've noticed oh, yeah. is that when I
2: drive through the downtown of, of my local city, um, most of it is boarded up, and that's it. Right? It's it's board it's boarded up, and there are a few um, there there are a few companies, there are a few restaurants that were already thriving that have managed again take a drink buzzword they managed to pivot. Um, actually, I know. Uh, I know one restaurant specifically that what they did was they started advertising uh, grocery delivery service, grocery and liquor delivery. Okay. And so they went to their, they went to their, their food service suppliers and said, you know, we're going to, we're going to place an order on Monday for delivery Wednesday. We're going to place an order on Tuesday for delivery Thursday, place an order Wednesday for delivery Friday. And so they deliver three days a week and you can place your order online and uh, order alcohol, order food, and they deliver it to the door and, Everything's everything's great, and they're doing they're they're doing exceptionally well. They haven't they haven't lost any money, and they're managing to do it without any uh, additional staff because they're just using contract uh, delivery drivers. Cool.
0: But places that
2: weren't places that weren't that um, weren't that quick to pivot are now closed and putting people out of work.
1: But again, I think down the road, over time, as you're getting stuff delivered to your houses, the price is going to go up to pay for all those extra delivery drivers and everything else, and personalized service. So again, it's either going to get more expensive, or it's going to be unsustainable too, right? I would
2: gladly spend the seven bucks to have that stuff delivered to me once a week than have to stand in line at the grocery store and wear a mask.
1: That's true.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. That that to me is a is a valuable exchange.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm really okay with it. Yeah. yeah, Standing in the lines at the grocery store is not, not funny. fun. That is, yeah, that is the the probably probably the thing that I dislike the most about this year is, um, is having to is having to stand in line to spend my money. I don't like yeah. that under normal circumstances. I like it even less when everybody's cranky.
1: Well, it's like yeah. a like a mini taste of Soviet communism, right? You get to stand in line for bread. And, <laughs> and, you know, you're not allowed religious services, and, you know, the economy's in the shitter, and everything else. It is like a miniature taste of communism, basically, 90s-style Soviet, but anyway.
2: Yeah, next comes the gulags.
1: Yeah, which, of course, we did touch on before on previous episodes, but... We have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the other thing I was going to mention is crisis and opportunity are the same Chinese character, it turns out, so... My prognostication for this year, judging by what I've seen in the news, I think China's going to try to take uh, take over the top spot in the world because they seem to be pivoting better. Is that a better <laughs> way to say it? Uh, and there's definitely going to be stirring up stuff in the Taiwan Straits and everything else right now. So the average lifespan of a superpower is about 80 years. I think the U.S. has been on top since about the end of World War One. So, yeah, maybe there's time for a new top dog to try and take over. Who knows?
2: Oh, boy. That's going to okay. be great. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be
1: swell. I'm not saying I'm gonna agree with it or like it, but uh, what yeah.
2: could possibly go wrong?
1: I can't imagine. But yeah, yes. I think they're gonna try and become to rise in preeminence. So either it's gonna to come to a head, or people are gonna just go along with it. So I don't know. I don't know where I see their fit in on that standpoint, but anyway,
0: bring on 2021.
1: Oh yeah, it's gonna be a fun year for sure.
0: <laughs> so yeah. what should
2: we do for 2021? Yeah. Huh. Keep listening to the podcast.
1: Uh, yeah. They yeah. say double up on your groceries when you do either do yeah. your online order or go to Costco once every month or whatever, and yep. make sure you shop a little more than you need. And
0: yep. Stock up, stock up, stock up.
1: Yeah. Well, I'd, uh, I guess stay on top of the news. Try and see what's coming, right?
2: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Interesting so point in the, uh, in the comments from VT. Uh, so that, I'm, I'm thinking that's probably about the Nashville bombing. Like the, uh, um, that was a, it was a communications hub for AT&T, wasn't it? That was the building that, uh, the building that was destroyed or that was targeted?
1: Yeah, it was that. It did uh, contract work for the NSA with signals intercept. It did uh, Dominion voting machine stuff. It did uh, obviously just regular phone and cell service. It did all sorts of stuff. And uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of theories behind it for sure. So
2: there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, there are now a lot of gaps in those in those services in that particular part of the country, um, which is, uh, yeah. I mean, you can put the put your um, your tinfoil hat on as tight as you want, but you're gonna. It's it's hard to hard to miss those correlations.
1: Yeah, there's some different camera angles that have come out as well that doesn't actually show the explosion emanating from the RV. So, right. <laughs> which. Again, but we'll we'll see if we can get those corroborated and verified and everything else before we start talking about it. So.
0: Yep. Absolutely. So for 2021, buy tinfoil. Buy tinfoil. to need, need some hats. Tinfoil,
2: tinfoil, and TP. And
1: yeah. well, EMP protection too. You got to remember that. Uh, yes. That's one thing that hasn't happened this year. That's a good point. Ah.
2: Yep. Uh. Oh, hey, I got I got it. Tinfoil TP and tourniquets is going to become our new beans, bullets, and band aids.
1: TP. <laughs> I like it. All right, all right, guys.
2: Podcast challenge. I think so. I think so. Go ahead, Determine one thing that has surprised you from a preparedness perspective this year. Take a step to overcome that. If and if it hasn't been covered as a topic, let us know, and we'll give our take on it. Yep.
1: Yeah, I wish we didn't cover everything. So if something we obviously can't
2: cover everything. Yeah. Yeah. If we if we miss something, we let's let's talk about it. We've got. uh, Um. We've got lots we've got lots to talk about there's there's lots of things that we that, that could go differently could go better so let's uh, let's start the year off right by focusing focusing on what we do know and what we can' control yeah I like it what's coming up huh, so some upcoming events. Uh, The Radio
0: Amateurs of Canada is still doing their uh, 2021 basic ham course. So it's uh, $50 to register, plus the cost of the textbook, which is $44.95. It's starting January the 14th, 2021. And the uh, link for the registration form is in the show notes. Uh, I just checked before we went live, and they are still taking registrations. So if you're looking to get your ham license, your basic license, this is a good way to do it.
1: And this is all online, right?
0: Yes. Yeah, it's all online. It's all done through uh, GoToMeeting. Uh, if you look at the scheduled times for the classes and you say, I can't commit to every single day, uh, that's fine. They record the the um, that class. Uh, each class is recorded. And the following day, they email out a link to that class so you can download and view it at a later date if you're not able to make it. So it's not the end of the world if you miss a few classes. You just don't get the... Um, the interaction with the instructor and the other the other students that day to ask questions, but you when I went through the advanced course with them, you can email the instructor if you miss a day to ask questions, and they they're really good about answering them. So it's a okay. good course.
1: And uh, yeah, I did my testing online, so I mean I'm sure they are are gonna you know enable yeah. some sort of online testing as well.
0: Yeah when I when I did the advanced uh, course with them, that's the one thing that they touched on at the beginning of each class was they provided a list of qualified instructors across the country. Because uh, um, the government has lifted the requirement for your tester to be in your province, you can test with anybody. So I actually tested with the instructor when I went through the advanced course. Uh, he's out of Nova Scotia. I tested with him online, no problem. Uh, the next day, actually, my uh, my exam was submitted and I had my advanced qualification on my record. So it uh, it's quick. You can do it on the internet, um, just via webcam. They do it with uh, go to meeting again, and they just show you two questions at a time on the screen you mark down the answer on the answer sheet and then scan the answer sheet and send it to the instructor and you actually mark it together. So, nice. um, assuming your instructor does it that way, that's how mine did. And you, you get your, your result back right then and there. So it's, yeah, uh, it's I, I did
2: mine. I did mine remotely too with a, with a, um, well, with the same instructor that, uh, uh, Ian used out in BC. And I mean, it was late night here, but same, same kind of concept. I knew before I was done with the meeting that it was, uh, that I'd passed. Yep.
0: That's yeah, good. there. uh, they're certainly using the um, the web based technology to broaden the ability for people to train for this and um, and get some instruction and, and do the testing. That was always an issue to, to line up an exam with an accredited examiner. Yeah, it didn't times didn't always line up. So it's it's nice to be able to just do it from home and, and not have to travel anywhere. So
2: uh, there's uh, a question on the Facebook comments about how many classes there are.
0: Ah, good question. Uh, so let's see if I can pull that up quick. Yeah, it just says it starts January fourteenth. Uh, don't know. It it was listed on the on the their registration form somewhere, um, but I don't have it handy. I think it ran for a couple of months. So I think it was like a every every other like every Thursday. I think it was it was going to run. Um, when I did it, it was a good couple of months of uh, every every Monday.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's around ten ten. Yeah, I think it's kind of break it down yeah. too.
2: Budget for 12, and if it's less, then you'll be in good shape. Yeah. And again, it's all pre recorded.
0: So the last I think the last four or five that I did, I had to miss um, just because of scheduling conflicts. But I just watched the videos afterwards, and there was no problem to email the instructor with any questions I had. So. Cool. That's uh, that's it for upcoming events. Unless anybody else has anything?
1: Uh, nope. Uh, nothing uh, else is up in the air. That's the problem. <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing happens
0: now. We don't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll uh, I'll actually put a, a link to that uh, right in the live chat here, so everybody has it. They've got it. Cool. Uh, any shout
1: Uh, just one for myself, just for the island mentor. As as usual, he's always helping me out a lot around the acreage, so I just uh, appreciate his help and his time. So
2: awesome. I'll give my thanks to uh, Modus Fire Rescue. They helped me develop some some new tools this year, uh, which are going to be launching in the new year, along with a few other goodies and surprises and it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a fun time going forward with uh, with some new training opportunities.
1: Did you nice. finally get a patent on the zombie rake hatchet combo?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, but that was. Uh, uh, <laughs> I still I still say that's one of working my on that's it. one of my best ideas ever. Still working on it. Huh?
0: <laughs> I'm I'm just glad we didn't get kicked off YouTube or any other platform after. Uh,
2: <laughs> last well, I, I was just
1: thinking, like, if, if cops can have like a spike belt that can deploy across the highway, I think at the very least we should have like cluster bombs of like zombie hatchet rakes, like just, I think and, so, and just drop it into an area, and they can just like take themselves out over time. And
2: yeah, sounds fair. Yeah, yeah. Well, but I mean, just a few a few rows of those, you know, coming up, you know, down your down your street, and you can mitigate a whole lot of problems, right? Yeah, sure. yeah.
1: It's important when COVID twenty three comes out. Exactly.
2: Here we go. <laughs> Stock up on duct tape, guys. Yep, mark my <laughs> words. <laughs> and saran wrap. Duct tape and saran wrap. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, we don't have any uh, email or iTunes reviews to touch on uh, just because the, the email has been a little dry. So if you want to want send something in, feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. And uh, yeah, with that, I'll bring episode number 98 of the Canadian Prepper Podcast to an end. You can find the podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Yeah, we didn't get kicked off after the last episode, so perfect.
2: Uh, (laughs) I think if we we didn't get kicked off after that, we probably can't get kicked off at
0: this point. Uh, You know, challenge accepted. We'll see what we can do next year. Please help us
2: out and submit a review. It helps other people find us. We do record these shows live on Facebook and YouTube. If you want an early peek at the shows, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, Canadian Prepper Podcast, and click the notifications tab. That gives you an alert when we're going live. You should also find us on Facebook. Give us a like and a share. And once again, we absolutely love the the interaction. Send us your comments, all of those wonderful things. And uh, if you want to contact me directly, you can find me at Alan, with one L, at prepperpodcast.ca.
1: Right on. Uh, You can reach me in directly by emailing me at thewesternretreat at gmail.com and you can also find me on Canadian Patriot Podcast on iTunes and YouTube. We record on Sunday, or sorry, Monday evenings at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern. There you can find us discussing why government waste and society makes me nauseous thinking about the next year.
0: (laughs) Please check out Rapid Survival at rapidsurvival.com. Uh, you can get me there on the live chat while you're buying some Prepper gear to get you prepared for 2021. Uh, You can also email me at feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. So uh, thanks for joining us this evening. And until next time, be prepared, stay safe,
1: and keep learning.